Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX epic limited series Shogun. FX new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, listeners, this is Important Podcast here, and we've got a serious nugget for you. If you're into CBD and wellness, check out Lazarus Naturals. They're like the guardians of CBD, overseeing the entire process from their farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your front door, the CBD Calm Gummies. They're a game changer when it comes to kicking back and relaxing. Visit their website, LazarusNaturals.com today, and use promo code THISIS for an exclusive discount. That's LazarusNaturals.com, code THISIS, not available in Idaho. Iowa or South Dakota. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to This Is Important, a production of iHeartRadio, the show where we talk about all that is oh so, oh so very important. Today on This Is Important. I would lay it down and then get on top of it and surf it. Sweetheart, I burn toast. Fuck you! We're talking here! Fuck you! I got a buddy, coolest guy you ever met. Got himself a ninja. And here we go. Terrence, you got a snack? I mean, I got some wrap snacks. I, I, dude, you got wrap snacks? I got wrap snacks at 7-Eleven. Oh. Are you kidding me? What do you got? Who You get You get some uh, boozy chips? Some no, little boozy? Notorious B.I.G. Hang on, let me grab it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. What's the Notorious B.I.G. snack? Macaroni and cheese. Is that what it is? Who's getting the money? Who's getting the money for, for when they're... Kaput. Their estate. Their estate, yeah. Yeah, the the estate gets all their dough. Mrs. Christopher Wallace. Is that how that works? Yeah. Guys, I'm back. Uh, we got Notorious B.I.G. Cookout Barbecue Sauce Potato Chips. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Those mm. look so yummy, dude. And that's the Icon series. Now, those aren't wrap snacks. Those are wrap Icon chips. That's a different brand. No. Wait, no, it's it says wrap snacks right on it, bud. Oh, does it? Yeah. Underneath? Yeah. Okay, so it's the Icon Edition. I think this is the second wave of wrap snacks chips because there was a first generation 
Yeah. But, you know, those rappers have kind of, like, nobody wants to eat Mac-10 chips anymore. Hey, speak for yourself, man. Wow. That's true. I, I mean, I'm a big West Side Connection fan. I, yeah, I would dude. love to dig in. But the kids, they want Cardi B, sour cream. Well, didn't they have a Migos run? I want some WAP snacks. They want some Wasabi WAP. WAP snacks. <laughs> wasabi WAP is Fucking good. I like that. What's a spicy? Wap snacks. Slippery when wet. Dude. Uh, I got a Slurpee when I was there. Oh, dude. You oh, did treat it. yourself, dude. Dude, so good. You did 7-Eleven right. Yeah. Do you remember back in the day when the, we there was the 7-Eleven down the street from our house and we would take fun little walkabouts and the four of us would get together and take a fun little walkabout and walk down (laughs) to the 7-Eleven and get ourselves some uh, energy Slurpees. Remember those? Absolutely. Where was your guys' 7-Eleven? I remember your AM, PM. The 7-Eleven was at the Packard house down on like Packard and Hauser. Copy that. Yeah. I used to save up quarters just to snap on a big gulp. Me, Kyle, and Blake used to live at this house that directly across the street, there was this cool dude named G money the man who uh who's just the fucking best he was dope he ran a car wash out of his garage and he did great great work honestly great work i had the ford focus wash there multiple times detail you did it multiple times oh yeah dude how much did that cost that was when i treated myself to that kind of stuff Oh wow! No, I don't. <laughs> now you don't. No, no. Now you now you have five cars and you don't treat yourself oh, to that. That's yeah. my Saturday morning washing them. Oh gosh! Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, gee, he was uh, relatively like priced well. I think he gave me a neighbor discount. It was like twenty bucks, something like that. No vacuum though. No vacuum. Oh yeah, he doesn't get inside unless it's to put a brick of cocaine in there for you. Hello, huh. that was the special. That was oh, special. I never even thought about that. <laughs> Do you remember right around the corner at uh, that place we used to eat called Lucy's? Yes. Where we get like a, it was like a Mexican restaurant, but we get cheeseburgers there for like three bucks. So badass. Good call. I think there's a bunch of Lucy's. They all have like numbers, like Lucy's number 21, 22, something like that. Is that right? Or? Yeah, there's a handful of Lucy's out there. And- I just remember they gave me diarrhea. And that's it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> he teed it up. Yeah, no, wow. they gave me. <laughs> Diarrhea. That neighborhood was cool. I saw my first dead body in that neighborhood. I saw it um, in the Domino's parking lot. Huh? Like was a it was a dead person or a murdered murdered person? Or? I don't know what it was exactly, but it was a body, and they were in the process of covering up with a sheet mm-hmm. when I drove past, and then I stopped. And I got out of my car and stared for a little bit because um, <laughs> I'm a rubbernecker. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're a stop and pull over and go peek under the fucking sheet guy. <laughs> I was like, let me see the body. The dude likes to help, man. The guy is neighborhood watch over here. I, I am, it. dude. Yeah. Sorry, it. Jersey. Move over. There's a new neighborhood watch in town. <laughs> That's fine. I remember that was the inspiration for uh, the character trait that my character took. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Anders wow. Holmvik. Beautiful. Yeah, that neighborhood rocked, man. The 7-Eleven was right there. Yeah, that ruled. G-Money had a, he had a, a, like a necklace, if I remember right, with a G on it, with like the, the slashes to make it look like it was a money symbol. Like a G with two vertical lines going with through it? two what? vertical lines yeah. going down through it. That's which, tight. Yeah, that's hard. And he goes by G-Money. Right. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. And he would always watch us. We would film our hilarious comedy videos mailordercomedy.com and we would uh film the videos and then when we went to move it was an awesome thing where he came up to us and he was like 
yo, y'all moving? And we're like, yeah, man. Uh, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna move to the valley, get a bigger place. And he goes, y'all. So uh, good luck with your videos. And we're like, oh, thanks. And he goes, I guess I'll be seeing y'all on Broadway. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. Yep. <laughs> and we were all like, what? Because he for sure thought we were musical theater students because we <laughs> yeah. were always in costume and singing songs. Singing. We were all just song and dance men. <laughs> That's also why Blake said I thought it was Broadway or bust in that song that we played. That's true. That was a reference to G Money. I thought it was Broadway. Yeah, I thought it was. And Adam, what happened when you went back driving uh, through the neighborhood and saw him? Like uh, several years later. Oh yeah, that that was probably only like maybe two years ago, and I drove <laughs> past, and he, I was like, "G money," and he looked at me like he was about to fucking murder me. Just had no recollection. <laughs> Zero recollection on his face. It was just like, "How do you know me? Keep it moving, motherfucker." Right. Yeah. It was not proper. He was still washing cars though. I'm like, he had he must have a good business. Yeah. Remember the type of cars that would roll through too? Hella nice. Yeah, there would be like Rolls Royce phantoms and shit. Like really nice cars. Awesome motorcycles too. I mean G Money, name you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. G Money. He's G Money. <laughs> I'm telling you, you did a great job. Wash the focus right up, man. Blake, didn't you get like you got your stuff stolen and he like got it back for you or something? Yeah, that's right. I had like, you know, uh, <laughs> a Ford Escape, but I had a nice sound system in it. Right. You have to. Yeah, we had a big trunk rattler in the back. By the way, that Ford Escape, that wasn't like an old, that wasn't like a beater. That was a pretty nice, newer Ford Escape. New car, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like the engine was not big or anything, but the, the it sounded good. Yeah. Kyle always taught me that. Hey, you could escape. Gotta have the thumps in the trunk. Yeah, it doesn't matter how your car runs if you got a good system. Dude, yeah. You gotta be bumping. That whoop whoop. I also think that's just our generation. I don't think like 20-year-old kids are soupy. Just because car stereo speakers are just pretty good now. Yes. They've come a long way. Yes. yes. Like, it used to truly suck when we were kids. Uh, when we were kids. Yeah. They like... The yes. cassette player would skip. <laughs> <laughs> they like truly sucked. So you had to put in your two 15-inch sub wafers yeah, you had in no the back. Womp, womp. I definitely went through the phase of like just loading up the trunk with like 12s and 14s and stuff oh, and just yeah. connecting as much as possible. But I did find that the music sounded so good with just two eights there you go two eights two eights sure i'm a stock guy myself uh i I appreciate the effort that they put in at at general motors (laughs) wait so you had a woofer in your trunk and yeah i had it i had it in the back of the trunk and uh yeah one one day came out and the back window was broke out and it was like oh man somebody stole my shit that's not exactly right i thought didn't you guys like hear it happening and then you got your like katana out and oh, oh my god i kind of remember that don't skip over like the big meat I, of the story well, to be fair adam i have completely blocked this out because it was very scary and sad for me well what happened was it was happening right outside my window and i'm such a heavy sleeper that i didn't wake up for any of this and then the next morning you guys were like well, Jesus, I can't believe you slept through all that. And I'm like, why? What happened? And you're like, I almost murdered someone with a katana sword last night. And I'm like, what? <laughs> with my decorative katana blade. <laughs> yeah, full disclosure, I almost murdered someone with a katana blade means I pulled it off the wall and watched him steal my sub. <laughs> yeah. That blade was unsharpened for sure. Didn't even open the door and, and like give like a, get out of here. Like no, a it was more like a, get out of here. Woo-hoo. 
<laughs> oh, so he yeah. was like, yo. He thinks there's like a cowardly dog uh, in, in, locked inside the house. Blake, is that when the dude like picked up the piece of tan bark and pretended he was on the phone? Yes, man. Well, he was a total tweaker. Right. But mm-hmm. that's why, I mean, he, like, yeah, he pretended he was like talking on a piece of tan bark because he came back because he couldn't get the speaker through the window. It was right. too big. It was yeah. too, you had to open it. Yeah, there was too much bass in there, baby. Yeah, the yeah. So then he walked away and pretended he was on the phone while talking to a piece of tan bark and then like, which is just wood, and then <laughs> walked back and paced back and forth. And, he used to make it a quick call. Yeah. How does he do this? Yeah. Yeah, so basically we, you know, we're like, went across the street like, Mr. G Money, sir, will you help us? He's like, oh, <laughs> I'll take care of this. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. But did he get, Did was stuff stolen? Mm-mm. This is the worst this has the potential to be the greatest story in our podcast history. I know. I'm, I'm setting up the story, and Blake just keeps bulldozing um, right past. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Can we change the subject? <laughs> I mean, you're like, and now we're here. And You don't want to talk about something that happened 15, <laughs> solid 15 years ago? Adam, what's your version of the story? Because I truly don't remember this. Because Blake was just like, yeah, we, he couldn't get it out. So then he was talking on Tanbark. Yeah, man. And uh, then I talked to Jay Money, and he said he'll get it back. I'm like, so wait, did someone actually steal something? No, nothing was taken. But my window was broken. So then what is G Money talking about? He just set the bro straight. G Money must have been the guy that came out, right? He must have been like, stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hang it the fuck on. This is so bad. <laughs> he stole, the, something was stolen from your car. No, he couldn't get it out. He broke a window. Oh. What was it then, then, when someone stole something from us, and G-Money came, and he's like, uh, yo, I'll get it back for you, not in my neighborhood. No, that was, uh, you're getting some stories. That was, no, this is not the same story. This is the story when we were playing Wii Bowling Mm -hmm. and having some cocktails and smoking resin balls. The good old days. And Mm -hmm. with a fucking knock, 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 knock. And we were like, who the fuck is coming over? And it was the lady who came into our house. And we were like, what happened? And she was like, I just got robbed. They took my laptop at gunpoint. At sawed-off shotgun point. Right. Yeah, and we were fucking high out of our minds playing Wii Bowling and we Golf. And we were like, get in here. Come in here. Have a beer. Like, just chill out. What's up? And we just kind of locked the door and like watched. And that's probably when we pulled the katana off the fucking wall. And we're serious, like, because we were like, we're going to protect you. We are very, we're warriors. We will protect you. It's a good thing you guys had that sword. Yeah, it was everything. It seems like it came in handy a bunch. Yeah. (laughs) It was a decorative blade. but And then the the next, like after that, she left, she went back to her car. And then somehow G Money figured out about it. And he was like, not in my neighborhood. If I find the motherfucker who did this, I'm going to bury him. Allegedly. And it was like, oh, whoa. Shit. <laughs> and then a sawed-off shotgun <laughs> fell out of his pants. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And then he was cleaning a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, I also clean guns. This is a car. <laughs> Allegedly. Those were the good old days. That's good, though. You want that dude in the neighborhood to be like, I'm watching. Hell yeah. I remember the one time that I made him mad because we got drunk one night and like Adam had an old pair of like Air Force Ones and we're like, Dude, it would be hella funny if we just throw them up on the on the like telephone wires and hang them there. So funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, funniest joke. <laughs> Fucking, what a hilarious joke. You still got it. We saw it in a Nelly video or something. And then uh, <laughs> the next morning we came out and they were down and G Money basically was like, don't do that again. It doesn't mean what you think it means, so don't do it. And we're like, okay, yes, It sir. means old <laughs> shoes, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what you do with the old ones. I still don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> I don't either. No, I, did, I dare not ask. I thought it meant um, somebody got killed there and you take their shoes off and you chuck them up on the, on the wires. 
That could be. See, and now we know. Shit. Thank you, Dursey. You're the G money of our crew, Durs. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you, on the country club golf course when I was growing up, there were just a few <laughs> shoes in the trees. And, uh, <laughs> definitely not something to joke about. I apologize. I apologize for that. You're doing just let's hold off on the take backs and apologies. You got to save that apology. You can't be dropping that apology this quickly. That's you got to save that for the end, my man. Yeah, we've got a format. I apologize for apologizing early. <laughs> like, well, you just fucked up again. Well, I'm going to have more. So just don't worry. I'm sorry for damn near everything I do. You're still doing it. <laughs> I, I hate my life. I remember right after we signed the lease, I go, well, why? Is, it seems like there's a lot of old homes in this neighborhood, but our house is like a brand new house. It was a, like a prefab brand new house. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, why is that? And they're like, well, it was uh, the house that was here before was burnt down. Oh, it and exploded. Like, huh. Mm. No, I think it was burnt down in the riots, and it was just like a what? smoldering trash heap oh, for like no. a solid like 15 years. Oh, and wow. then... We moved in. Not like a meth bathtub explosion. No, I don't think so. That'd be sick. It was dope though. That place was cool. That's on a lot. That's that's the backdrop for a lot. That's the backdrop for our startup for sure. Like all the sketches. One more time. That's the backdrop for our startup for all of our like early sketches. Like yeah. we're shot in that house. Is there like a plaque outside there? It should be. We should go put one. It should be, yeah. dude. Every time you drove up the driveway, you'd scrape the shit out of your car. Like yes. no matter what you were driving. It was so annoying too because it was just a single driveway. So. There was four of us living there. Tandem. Uh, tandem. Tandem parking's the worst when you have roommates. Yeah. Luckily, I never had a job where I had to leave in the morning. It was a lot of you guys having to be like, Adam, just give me your keys. <laughs> Blake, do you remember when you were like, uh, when you're like, okay, I got to go to work at BJ's and I had to back my car out and I was going slow because it was a blind driveway and you just kind of went. At whatever speed you felt like it and just hit my car straight yeah, up. Backed right into you. Well, yep. I was nervous. I thought I was going to be late to work, and you know me. I'm a number one worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, right, yeah. right, right. We were yeah, all totally. just going to say that. Exactly. Yeah, num number one word. <laughs> Tip of the tongue. Oh, you did have your hair all tucked in at that point because yes. you were supposed to get a haircut at BJ's, but you refused to get a haircut. BJ's had a rule which was extremely sexist that men. Its hair couldn't touch their shoulders, and they couldn't have like ponytails either. Men couldn't have sexy, flowing, long, yeah. luscious locks. Wait, but if you're if you're a woman, you can let it rock. You could just let it. Yep, you could have a ponytail, but men couldn't. Whoa! Now, was there any sort of rule against how long your pubic hair could be? Uh, I think like it got to a point where I was spoken to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you shaved it because number one hey, worker. It's hanging off the bottom of your shorts. They're like, okay. So what was your solution? Because Blake, you uh, had just grown your hair down to your shoulders. Yeah. So I wasn't quite ready to cut my hair because it, you know, I was starting to book those uh, Starbucks hands commercials, and uh, so I decided every shift to wake up about a half hour early and uh, bobby pin it up. So it kind of looked like I was rocking like but a... But not up. No, fold it in. Under. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he folded it underneath. So it looked like a big mushroom. You looked absolutely I looked insane. like James Madison, <laughs> uh, the president. You're, yeah, you do look like a like it was a powdered wig. We have to post that on, on the uh, pod important Instagram. I'll try to look for those pictures. Uh, you did it in an episode, no? Right? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't did, remember the, which one. Oh man, how humiliating! And like, I was delivering to like sororities and stuff. I felt like a damn <laughs> fool. 
Yeah. Uh, that was geez. the dude who backed into me full bore and just poked his head out of the car. I was like, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. My bad. Sorry, brother. I was shook, man. I was shook. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard for that a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. wow. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Say Bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Frickin' sweet! To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash important. That's mintmobile.com slash important. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash important. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, TII Nation, we know your sex life is important, but that your schedule is also very busy. You don't have time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. But now, through Hims, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor visits answer a series of questions on their site and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. If ED's getting you down, it's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash this is. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash this is for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash this is. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic 
limited series Shogun. I watch it. I love it, dude. It's set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. Dude, The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. Whoa. Wow, well said. And and crime fans, do not miss the all-new series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events. <gasps> yeah, stars Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So, come check out what's new on Hulu this month, huh? It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu, huh? Do freaking do it, dude. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit. And no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10 day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Blake, you're uh you're the worst driver ever, right? Me? Yeah, you're bad, no, I, right? I, I have a good record. I have an excellent driving record. But, like, if you're ever like, hey, we're leaving from the same place, I'll meet you at this other place in 10 minutes because it takes 10 minutes to get there, you'll be there in 25 minutes, correct? <laughs> we're talking about my sense of direction and yeah. how fast I drive, yes, I'm cautious and I never know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. It's the second part there. Yeah. I'd say Blake, he drives like an elderly woman. Yeah. Right. Like a little old lady. I'm not a pedal to the metal guy. But you're also no, like, no, no. I feel like I've seen you just be like, I can imagine you just going past your exit and being like, that was the exit. Oh, yeah, that happens a I'm lot. I'm just going to keep going. And Whoop, that was another exit. Well, you'd think it wouldn't happen because you go so goddamn slow. You'd yeah. think you'd see it coming. Yeah, if you're cautious, you're like, yeah. what was that sign? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's happened multiple times when we, you know, we're going to shoot at a location or something, and we're like, oh, we're just all going to drive ourselves. Uh, it'll take 10 minutes to get there, and we'll just sort of follow each other and get there. And then all of a sudden, you just see Blake just turn. <laughs> Just take a turn, and you're like, "Well, none of us are taking that turn." Taking the safer route. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Don't get on, don't get on the freeway. My GPS says there's a pothole. What is that? Yeah. How did you get by while you were delivery driving? Like, how did you? That's my concern. Right, guys. This was the time of MapQuest. Okay. The pizza. I know, but the pizza never got there on time, did it? Mm, I mean, I got tips. The tips mm. don't lie. Well, tips are mandatory. Not at UCLA. Do you have the the guts to double park and run up in? Or were you like, ah, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to look for a spot. I will say when I was delivering pizzas, I lost like the safety side of me. I would pull some maneuvers. It was a very frustrating job. It drove me insane. Yeah, for sure. It's not an easy job. Uh -huh. Brink of tears. 
<laughs> so I, I guess I didn't remember how what a bad driver you were. Uh-huh. Not a bad driver. Not slow. a bad driver. No, not bad. Just well, pretty bad. If just shouldn't shouldn't be driving. Pretty bad oh. if you're trying to get from A to B at a timely matter. Like bad if you're yes, bad at getting somewhere with any sort of timely fashion. Any kind okay. of clock or direction. I mean, <laughs> Blake just came and visited me uh, in Orange County and drove to the wrong city. That's true. Really. So, yes, went to a completely different beach town that I don't live in. That's true. Which beach town did you end up going to? He went to Huntington Beach. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Is that how we're saying it now? We say Huntington? 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 (laughs) I don't know. I live live down the street. I just want to know what it's called. If you want to know what my thinking was behind that, is like I didn't want to text Adam for like the hundredth time, like, what's your address? So I just put in a location that I know is near him. It's a restaurant. <laughs> it just so happens that there's more than one of those. Of course there so is. So I pulled up to an entire... I didn't know it was a chain, man. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you do know what town he lives in. I do, yes. Yeah. And the so that destination... Should've, that should have... Yeah, some alarms should have gone off in my head. That should have rang your bell. Maybe a little... And you also grew... Like, you spent a fair amount of time in Super Orange familiar. County. So yeah. when you're getting off the freeway and going to, like... Huntington Beach, you know that this is not on the way to Adam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, so, but hang on, but, but also, once you get to the restaurant in Huntington mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. in where he lives, <laughs> you're uh-huh. gonna have to text him for the address anyway. Well, then, <laughs> no, then things start to trigger. Then he was thinking he was going to vibe it out. Yeah. yeah, then I vibe it out. I sess it out and I vibe. For, uh, for sure, I would have just sent yeah. you the address like really quickly, just without yeah. even thinking twice. Yeah. I would have just blasted it over to you. But yeah. Also, just scroll up in the text chain. It's there. I tried. I tried that. Trust me. Uh, and I scrolled for a while. And Where'd it go? He delete your text chains? Are you one of those guys? Well, I lose my phones. They get wet. Well, he's in, in, embarrassed of all the hot sexual. Text me and Blake is right. uh, throw at each other. Yeah, embarrassed for himself to like go back and relive it. Exactly. Well, he didn't want his girl to see all these hot sexual right. texts. Oh, right. She was watching. It was like on the dash or something. Yeah, it's connected via mm-hmm. Bluetooth. All yeah. the right, right, right. pop up purple horny uh, emojis. Yeah. A lot of squirt emojis. Who are you texting? Who are you texting? Wet, wet, juicy vagina. <laughs> we got to get that on the fucking soundboard. When I asked you to do the Bad Ideas episode, um, that show I did for Quibi, and I asked you to do the car racing. Yes. that what you, were, you were probably the worst person that I could have asked uh, to do the car racing. Well, it was a demolition derby. Admittedly, it was probably the most dangerous thing that I did. Uh, and me and Durs swam with our dicks out in the Amazon River. So, well, yeah. Hey, I don't know, Adam. Yeah. We drove pretty dang close to some freaking cliffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. We did da- drive pretty dang close to some freaking cliffs. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean. That would freak me out, the cliff thing. The thing is, is I don't know how to drive a, sh- a stick shift, but I do enjoy racing. I, I find that very fun. Yeah. Do any of you guys know how to drive a stick shift? Can we just talk about man shit here for a second? Okay. No. No. Women God. don't know how to do that. I know that. some women who can freaking well, of course. whip a stick. Okay, that's a little... Let me let me rephrase that. Can we just talk... Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. I will save that no, for no, later. No, no, no. I'm saving it for no, later. Double yeah, come down. Come on, Tim Allen. Double I'm, not, I'm not the 
double down kind of a guy. I float through. Kyle the tool man. I float through. It's a, it's a take back. Save it. I do I do not know how to drive stick, and I will probably never learn unless there's like a job. I so, I had to learn when me and Durs uh we did a thing for the Bad Ideas show where we took a ice cream truck, which essentially was just a truck that we put coolers of ice cream in the back of the truck yeah. uh, and drove it on the side of this cliff. Is one of the world's most dangerous roads in Peru. It was pretty sa- insane in certain parts where it's one lane. It's like gravel and mud, and there's like a, a sheer cliff on the, along the side of it. And I learned how to drive a stick shift in this giant big-ass truck like the day before in the parking lot of the hotel that we were staying in. Yeah. And, um, you know, wasn't very good at it. Wasn't very successful. If I yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the left, car was in the parking brake on the whole time. Yeah. I left a parking brake on the entire time. And we're like, why is it stink oh like this? God. I don't know. Peruvian cars. We don't know how they work. Burning it up. It just reeked. We just totally fucked this guy's car up. And then we gave him like $400 and he's like, thank you. This will buy me a new car. <laughs> yeah. this, this truck sucks. Both you and Blake know how to drive motorcycles, which is kind of, that's the same idea as a stick. You're driving a clutch. Yeah. Clutch car. So you kind of got the idea there. I would love to jump in on the motorcycle thing. Yeah, let's do it. Are we still on the stick thing? Well, I'm, I know I'm, I, I have something else because I, I know you, I mean, I'll, go ahead, Anders. Go stick. Go stick. No, stick is like, I just was giving them credit because they know the clutch, at least the clutch Thank mentality, you, which is really yeah. what it's about, how, right. how an, uh, an engine operates. That's the, what my father made me learn on, and that's why I call mm-hmm. it man shit. What, and that's, what is that, man shit, Kyle? That's why I call it man shit, because huh. of my father, because he said you must learn on a stick. And I said, okay, daddy. Hey, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> wow. Diddy. Well, why don't you cry about it? <laughs> Saddlebags. I got one. But yeah, let's talk motorcycles. So like, what was it? Season three or four that you guys got motorcycles? Uh, but Blake got had his first and then I bought it. I, I bought mine uh, maybe a year or so after Blake got his. Um, who? What kind of make and models are we talking? Yeah, I got a Harley right out the gate. It was it was crazy. It was my first motorcycle. It was a terrible decision. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a Triumph nine hundred. It was a souped up bad bitch, and I I really thought it was fucking cool. But I live, my house was in the Hollywood Hills, so right. it's it, 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 you, I couldn't learn. I couldn't get in and out of my neighborhood. <laughs> right, it's tough. <laughs> if I was able to like roll my way down this cliff, then I could actually drive it on the flatlands pretty easily. Like that, that I could do. But I, remember, I I've dropped it so many times, and every time you drop a motorcycle, it's a goddamn thousand dollars of bullshit that you gotta fix because yeah, the clutch right. will pop off, and you know all the shit will break. That that, that they're like. Mm, you don't know how to fix it because you're a fucking idiot because you don't know as kyle would say man shit man shit yeah sorry sorry about it yeah i'm saving it but yeah so i ended up i i I don't have it anymore but i when i don't have it you got rid of it i got rid of it yeah i sold it for like nothing for like zero dollars okay all right that was gonna be my question is what y'all doing with it and can i get it i have one i'm gonna take yours so I remember one of the first times I dropped it, I was going down the side of the cliff uh, in my in my neighborhood. You have to take like a hairpin turn to get out of the neighborhood. Yeah, gnarly, gnarly downhill hairpins. Yeah, mm. and uh, I just kind of lost control of the bike. It wasn't, there was nothing there. There was nothing in front of me. And there was guys working construction on this house right here. 
And I like am going to just drive into this bush. So I put the bike down real quick, you know, <laughs> like an idiot. And I'm just like fall and I like skid down the hill a little bit and I get yeah. up and I'm so embarrassed that I just dropped my expensive ass motorcycle just on the ground. It's going to be another fucking thousand dollars that I got to pay for this thing to get fixed. By the way, I'm a half block away from my home. I didn't get out of the neighborhood and I was so embarrassed that all these guys saw and they're like, oh shit, are you okay? And I look into the bush and go, fucking squirrels. <laughs> like, oh, as, man. yeah been there amazing. brother yeah. <laughs> as if as if a squirrel came out and i'm such a good guy that i don't want to hit a squirrel so i throw my motorcycle to the ground well the coolest thing the only cool thing about uh falling off your motorcycle is that as soon as it happens as soon as you drop your bike you instantly get this embarrassment strength where you can just lift <laughs> oh, yeah. a thousand pounds no problem like you just lift your bike up and these things are heavy as fuck right. but you're so embarrassed and you're just like i'm cool oh yeah I'm cool yeah i'm on the <laughs> oh, side oh, of a good. cliff it's it's a it's you know it's like an 800 pound motorcycle and i'm like yeah! <laughs> no problem. just no problem <laughs> You get home, your back just seizes up. It's like, oh, <laughs> damn. That was the most fun when you guys had those motorcycles and you'd come into the writer's room and talk about <laughs> your trials. How and- terrifying it was riding in. Yeah, and it's just like, why do you have these things? Because I have three of the best rides of my life, man. <laughs> How many times did you ride it, Blake? About three to four times. Seriously? Yeah. Adam, like a dozen? Yeah, I probably took it out about a dozen times, but I crashed five times. Like, it was yeah. almost a 50% crash rate for me oh uh, getting God. in and out of my neighborhood. And finally, <laughs> I, Jesus. it was the last time I did it, uh, I, I was shooting the movie Why Him? And I was in a scene with uh, Franco and Brian Cranston, and we're st- are standing around this table and we're talking, and all of a sudden, my leg seized up. And, and I made this like face. I was like, because it was like the most pain that I, that I've experienced. Like a Charlie horse sensation. Yeah. It felt just like my, yeah. Just like seized up. The muscles were like, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's like something was like grabbing me like a Python had wrapped around my leg and just was squeezing the the shit out of me. That's Franco. (laughs) (laughs) That was was Franco's Python. You know, he's got a hog. And then Brian Cranston goes, I'm sorry. That's either either you're in a lot of pain, or that's the most insane character choice I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> in my life. As if my character is just making some fucking bizarro face, and I'm like, ah, oh, my fucking leg. I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. And I peel up my my pants, and I I I guess I didn't look on the back of my I. Uh, Two days before this, over the weekend, I was driving my motorcycle and same hairpin turn and I'm just going up this time and I have to take this hard left in order to, uh, you know, not drive off a cliff. And so I'm going to take this hard left and I eat shit once again and I'm (laughs) going to pick up the motorcycle, but it's heavy as fuck. So you really got to throw your body weight into it. And I... Uh, just put my entire leg against the tailpipe, but I was hit by the cement truck, so I can't feel my skin. Right, so, like, right. I can't feel hot and cold. I can only feel pressure. I can't feel if my skin is just boiling off. And so you were sizzling. It was your fully shit. sizzling against the the <laughs> exhaust oh my pipe. God. Yeah, and so it's I just squirrel. seared the shit out of my leg. And 
uh, it's on the back of my legs. So I'm like, when I wash my body, I don't like inspect the back of my legs. I just sort of like go over it with my fucking loofah. Right. That a boy. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I treat boy. myself. Yeah. I loofah Kyle, up. Is that, is that some man shit, my brother? The loofahs? <laughs> loofahs <laughs> yeah. are actually full of bacteria. I would not suggest them. They sit there and they collect so oh, much. Okay. Oh, thank you, sorry. Dr. Nuichek. Well, I rub my open wounds with them. Yes. Yeah. I would not suggest that. So anyway, so then I go back and I'm, I'm shooting the, this scene and they were like, uh, well, you look absolutely insane. I peel my, my uh, pants up and it's purple and blue and green. It's the most Ew. magnificent looking mm. wound you've ever seen. It's a, yeah. it's a beautiful piece of artwork. Uh, and then Kinda they were like, you, what are you doing? You're shooting a movie. You shouldn't be driving a motorcycle. Also... You obviously don't know how to drive a motorcycle, so don't, don't drive. You're like, you don't understand a fucking squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> you just use that for fucking the rest of your life. Squirrel. After that, I was like, well, what the fuck am I doing? I'm like, I want to be an actor and do movies and shit. I'm not trying to just like break my fucking neck driving a motorcycle when I truly don't even know how to drive a motorcycle. And then I can't do sh this shit that I actually like to do. Yeah. Everybody in LA knows at least two people that have died on motorcycles. It's like automatic. LA is a terrible place to have a motorcycle. Because the lifestyle is like the traffic here is so garbage that you're like, ooh, motorcycle. I'll just skirt between lanes and like everybody on a motorcycle does it. And then everyone dies. Yeah, that's so freaky when I see people going in between that stuff. I just am like, what is happening? It's not legal in other states. When I first moved here, I was like, these guys are wiling the fuck out. They don't yeah. give a shit. Like they, Splitting but lanes. it's truly, it's a legal thing that you can do here. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because I don't think I've ever really seen in California. I don't think I've ever seen a, a motorcycle taking up the space of a car. You know what I mean? Like just being like, I'm a car. Yeah, exactly. And the and the cops do it too. Chips, mm -hmm. they fucking like yeah. stroll through, and I'm like, all right, what's your big ass motorcycle? <laughs> fucking rules don't apply. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I love making room for those guys though, because I'm like, I, you're not gonna die on my car. You're, you're gonna die somewhere up there. The bitch fell off. <laughs> the bitch fell off. <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody was splitting lanes and they just hit your rear view, and you're just like. Whoa! And then you see him spill. But isn't mm -mm. that like a classic move? If like they fucking hate you, they like have a holster with a hammer on the fucking motorcycle yeah, they and they pull it out and just hammer off your rear view. I mean, I feel like that's kind of an urban legend, but they're for <laughs> sure. There's some dickheads. I mean, I'm sure that has been done. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's the go-to move, but yeah, for sure. I would do it. What's up? I'd do it. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you would. That's what I would have. I would have that. I'd have freaking missiles on the side. In seventh or eighth grade, we had this like cool ass gym teacher. No, he wasn't even a gym teacher. He was a science teacher. And he was like the teacher all the girls had a crush on. And he had like oh. a carabiner keychain that like made him seem like young and hip. And uh, he told this story about a friend of his. And he's like, I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. He's like, I got a buddy. Coolest guy you ever met. Got himself a ninja, plowed right into a like a bulkhead on Lakeshore Drive. He's dead. And I was like, not getting a motorcycle. Mr. Uh, McCollum doesn't want me to get it. He's got a carabiner. 
I'm not getting a motorcycle. You put that together, a ninja. In mean, my little kid brain, I would have been like, he got himself a ninja? And then... <laughs> well, no, ninjas were like the hot motorcycle at the yeah, time. It was what sure. Vanilla Ice had into the extreme... Or not to the extreme... Uh, Get them. Zipping around construction sites. What was it? Cool as ice. Cool, cool as ice, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we all knew what a ninja was. It was all about ninjas and sidekicks. If you had the sidekicks. Suzuki. Hello. Yeah. Wind is a factor. Got himself a ninja. Plowed right into the, I was like an off ramp or something like that. Stuck mm. with me. R.I.P. Yeah, I remember that was the story of motorcycles. It's not if you're gonna have to lay it down; it's when it's you're when gonna better. have to lay it down. Which is why they're so fucking cool, because they're dangerous. Yeah. yeah, and it's like so every time you get on it, it's a death wish, man. Like you're just like, well, not me. Yeah, ride to live. I always figured. I always figured if I was going like on a motorcycle and I had to lay it down, I would. But I would slide under a semi. No, I would lay it down and then get on top of it and surf it. Oh, you would surf it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always figured yeah. that's what I would end up doing because I'm so agile and nimble and yeah, bro, yeah you, you know, like <laughs> you're a ninja. Yeah, you really are. Who's the ninja now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think I? You guys really think I could do that, right? Is that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shit. You taught yourself to surf. Killed me much harder. Surf on a sideways motorcycle going 55 miles an hour on asphalt. That's true. Yeah, right. That's exactly my thought. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. I watch it. I love it, dude. It's set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. Dude, The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. Whoa. Wow, well said. And, and crime fans? Do not miss the all-new series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events. <gasps> yeah, stars Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So, come check out what's new on Hulu this month, huh? It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu, huh? Do freaking do it, dude. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit. And no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's ZYN.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, TII Nation, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless 
visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. Like we said before, Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees. No, really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Boom. You just had a braingasm learning about how transparent Visible is. Now head on over to Visible.com so you can switch. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey listeners, this is Important Podcast here, and we've got a serious nugget for you. Yeah, we do. If you're into CBD and wellness, check out Lazarus Naturals. They're like the guardians of CBD overseeing the entire process from the farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your front door. Yeah, man, but I'm like wondering what makes them stand out? Well, I'm going to tell you because I found out clean ingredients and scannable labels. No more mysteries, just transparency. Speaking scannable labels, you see the extract hemp patch your product came from? As safe and dependable as grandma's meatloaf recipe. And they have all sorts of products, including gummies, balm sticks, skin repair cream, capsules, and more. You know, my personal favorite is the sleep tincture. One of my favorite words to say, tincture. It really helps you relax at night so you can have a restful night of sleep really helps me relax. That's right. Lazarus Naturals, where quality meets simplicity. It's a game changer in the world of CBD. So for a straightforward and transparent CBD experience, give Lazarus Naturals a go. Your wellness journey just got a reliable partner. Visit their website at LazarusNaturals.com today and use promo code This Is for an exclusive discount. That's LazarusNaturals.com code This Is. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Guys, I, I was just remembering, I didn't even tell you that last week I had like one of the, uh, uh, an all-time life day. I had an all-time life day. What? I got to eat dinner, lasagna, with none other than U2's The Edge. What? Um, yes. Bury the headline? Yeah. With the Edge himself? Yes, dude. I, because, you know, I live on the same block as... None other than uh, Tiba Jefferson. He's uh, the photographer of this podcast and Game Over Man and uh-huh. Thrasher a and all living, that. Living legend. Right. Living legend. Love the guy. I could do a whole pod on him. Oh, my God. I love him. Oh, my God. He's so cute. We love him. Atiba. Somehow he has connections with The Edge from U2. Of course he does. He's a huge U2 fan. Yes. He is. He is. Yeah, that's his band. He spreads the gospel, but just the fact that he had his greatest hero ever over to eat his homemade lasagna. Oh, at the house. At Atiba's house. Not at like Dan Tana's or something. No, we were in his backyard with the edge eating his mom's homemade lasagna, dude. It was insane. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It was absolutely insane. Were you like, have you found what you're looking for? Or have you still not found what you're looking for? (laughs) I dropped so many references. Atiba kicked me out. No. It was was crazy, dude. It was absolutely insane. And he was the absolute nicest dude. Him and his wife. Yeah. Like, just the super humble, super awesome. Yeah. And I'm saying, as soon as this Covito stuff is over, we're getting backstage passes, brother. Let's go. Oh, baby. I want to get out there when he does numb. 
Oh my I'm gosh. Like, How crazy is that, dude? That like U2 is what? Like third biggest rock band of all time, maybe? Yeah. Like Beatles, Rolling Stones, U2, what, who else? Yeah, they're up there, dude. And it's qu- and it's crazy because they still haven't found what they're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. Like, they're still looking for it. They're still looking, yeah. The Edge has a sound that I don't think people, like, you instantly recognize when it's the Edge, but I don't think he gets, like, the credit that, like, is due. I agree. Well, wasn't he in, he was in that documentary with Jack White, right? It might get loud. And he was talking about all the different, uh, amplifications and all the different patches that he runs through and he's got his own tech that kind of gives him a sound that cannot be replicated right well that's what was kind of because like i grew up in like a youtube house like my stepdad and my dad always listened to youtube but i never like super deep dived and like the album boy is super sick like atiba was playing it that night but i hadn't really dove into it much and if upon first listen and i was getting kind of drunk like the bass lines kind of sound like a little cure-ish so i'm like to the edge i'm like so like were you like influenced by like the cure or something and then he just kind of was like no like it was (laughs) it's us dude (laughs) like we created everything it's like just insane He's like, no, they like, we influenced them. Yeah, like everyone yeah. you hear is us. We're really <laughs> old. We're really uh, good. We've been around forever. I know it doesn't seem like I'm old because I'm always wearing sunglasses yeah. and a hat. And, and my name uh, is The Edge. And my name is The Edge. <laughs> yeah. What is his real name? Kyle Edgerton. He's one of those brothers. Edgerton? Yeah, Kyle Edgerton. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't call him The Edge anymore. I call him The Homie. Oh, The Friend. The Friend. Wow, that's a the that's friend. a downgrade in the name. Oh, God. What? Yeah, that's the, a... That's a yeah, the Edge him. is way cooler than The what? Homie. <laughs> to you, it's a major upgrade, but to him, that's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, what, do you think he's going to tell me to pause on that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His name is David Howell Evans. Mm-hmm. Cool name. Allegedly. Dope. That sounds like a serial killer's name. Allegedly, the Edge's name is David Howell. Yeah, that's a serial killer's name. I understand why he changed it, because that is for sure a serial killer name. Yeah. I will say that I, I do love the song Until the End of the World, I think is what it's called. And I heard it like hella late. And I was like, oh, this must be on like the new album. I got to listen to it and couldn't find it and had to dig way back in the crates. Yeah, they got some hits. Yeah. What's so crazy is like even in that situation, because we're all like drinking wine and taking like shots with the edge because he's Irish, so you gotta do it. Let's go. Right. But it was like What what do you what do you mean you gotta do it? Come Dad? on, they, dude. They make like I'm still gonna send it. Hello, I'm <laughs> I'm still gonna send it. <laughs> nice. No, I mean it's weird that you guys are drinking wine, first of all, because Atiba only just mainlines Jaegermeister. Right. Jaeger, right? Yeah. But you really think you're gonna convince the homie to drink Jaegermeister? <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Convince David Howell Evans. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening, dude. Yeah, maybe. It, what sort of booze did you guys drink? We were just doing some Jameson, which I hadn't had in a minute. It's so delicious. Oh yeah. It's Oof. really lovely. Night ender. It was. That's some Irish shit. But that's what's weird is you start to you, you're you're hanging with a literal living legend and you're starting to get tipsy. You start to ask the dumbest I'm like asking about like the Batman and Robin soundtracks. Yes, kiss me, kill me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, No, I remember. He's like, Yeah, mate, have another <laughs> shot and yeah. fucking shut up. <laughs> you were fanning out to him in a major way. And oh, the I, more drunk you got, the more you're like, Tell me about this. Oh my goodness. How many people were over there? It was just five of us. Mm-hmm. It was Edge, his wife Morley. Atiba and Akko, but Akko like blacked out, so he like 
<laughs> he didn't count. He pieced out kind of quick. When he woke up, were you like, dude, Bono came over? And <laughs> yeah. then the blonde guy with glasses showed up and just yeah. drummed for a half hour. It's like, no way. Yeah, what is that? Like, so you're just like fanning out, but really, like, what else are you going to talk to him about? It's like, yeah, fuck, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's what's cool about this dude. He's been in the game for eight million years and he's a true fan of all like of rock like he's an encyclopedia all he yeah. he lives music so you just yeah. talk music the whole time it was, it was a fucking dream yeah that's cool that's radical did he ask to touch your hair uh no well covid so no no touching right 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 oh yeah because sure. of covid social distance party but i could tell he was like he wanted to let's take a goofy picture like lay it over my head and then like so it looks <laughs> like i have it <laughs> they call me the hair side. <laughs> just chill well how did atiba get him over over, was just like, yo, do you want to come over and eat lasagna? Well, I think they had uh, kind of like linked up in Japan a while back. Yeah, you got to link up in Japan. Uh, like after a show and they were at a bar together. Yeah. And then somehow I think the Edge's wife was following Atiba on Instagram and Atiba posted a picture of his mom's lasagna, which he makes, which is super bomb. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Edge's wife was like, can we get some of that? And it was like, yeah, let's link up. Let's set up a dinner. That's how these things always work, though. It's like there's always a link up in Japan, then a picture of a mom's <laughs> lasagna, yeah. and yeah. they can I get yeah. some of that? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's how The Godfather 2, they weren't going to do a sequel, but I think right? Coppola had a lasagna. I can't remember exactly, but Japan was in there, too. I recall something about lasagna. So were you guys, you guys were listening to you 2 while the edge was over. Well, it's I, as the night goes on and you get more bold, like Atiba's like, oh, I'm going to play you my U2 set. But it was so cool because you could tell this dude. That's pretty tight. When you have someone who goes, I'm going to play you what has made me who I am based on you. It's like an honor. Oh, man. And, and I think in that context, the edge must have been like, I'll tolerate it. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like it, it's okay. Yeah, but what's it like? I mean, okay, uh, do you remember it, or were you at the Akko level, or, or no, dude? I was hyped. Like, what was his response? Was he like the honor is accepted, or was he like this is going on a little too long? No, that's what, no, dude. No, <laughs> like, I heard him, and it's just it's just the hits. It's just the biggest songs that he has to play every <laughs> goddamn day. From the, yeah, <laughs> nothing from the back of the crates, just like all the front runners. Like, yeah, it's just with or without you. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yeah, he's like, just heard this on the radio over here, but okay, yeah, we can. <laughs> oh have you like? God. Have you ever heard? He's like, I love this deep cut. It's called Beautiful Day. <laughs> it's the sweetest no. thing. The joint from the Reality Bites soundtrack, I remember that being like the song that touched my soul for the first time. I was like, this shit is deep. Dude. Whatever it was. Wait, wait, you don't remember what it was? Can't remember. It's You two to me is like college music. It's like the type of shit, because it, it gets you in your feels mm -hmm. more, and I feel like when you're like 18, 19 years old and you're just trying to figure yourself out. Yeah, and, sure. That's when you get all up in your feels. Yeah. I feel like I was more in my feels then than, than since, well, ever since. Yeah. And that, that to me, it makes me think of, uh, of some OCC, Orange Coast Community College days, uh, listening to a, a lot of um, 
basically with or without you, they're most popular songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's super dope is like I, you gotta you gotta throw in "All I Want Is You" from the Reality Bites soundtrack because that shit yes goes. Well, what's dope about even like early U two? That shit was like revolution rock. Like they were political. They were trying yes. to make a change. Like you put that shit on now, you better be ready to change the fucking world, dude. It's true, <laughs> dude. Whatever. I was just talking about because I listen to a lot of Rage Against the Machine. I just fucking love them. Speaking mm-hmm. of bass lines. And uh, whatever happened to like political rock music or any type of it's it, besides like the YG fuck Donald <laughs> Trump song. There's no there's like no political rock music. Yeah. There's no rock music, period, really. That's true. So Kendrick is... Speaking of which, Kendrick has a song featuring you 2 which we listened to with The Edge. He was super stoked on that song. Oh. Awesome, awesome. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Kendrick is elevated. Who else is, makes noise? Well, I mean, Rage was just about to do Coachella. So yeah. I feel like it was leaning that way. I know, but I mean, yeah, and I fucking love Rage Against the Machine, but they're like, I, th- I think I saw like a post the other day of, it was like a clip of Rage Against the Machine that someone had posted, and then they were like, oh, since when did they get so political? Right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, yeah. And the, the song is like 20 years old, and you're like, what? what? Oh, Evil <laughs> Empire? Come on, yeah. let's go. Yeah, I think I saw that. It was like, what did what were you listening to? What what songs were you listening to? And did you just have them turned off or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I never turned them on before. I actually never listened to yeah. them. I just like love the t-shirts at Hot Topic. I, I thought they were sick. Yeah, they did have some sick shirts. I just like that album cover of the dude on fire. Fucking sick. Yeah, that was. I also really liked when he like sat on the speakers like at the MTV like music awards. Oh, like I thought that up. was a sick move. Oh yeah, that was dope. Yeah. When he like climbed up high and like wouldn't come down that was so tight yeah dude yeah. protest yeah. baby everyone didn't know what's going on that shit was rock and roll back then yeah the mtv music awards used to be a fucking stop everything you're doing and watch that shit 100 percent. we all know the one moment that changed everything what well i know fart man <laughs> when sting came what? out of the floor for Puff Every, Daddy yeah. doing the B.I.G. with Faith, with Faith Evans and shit. Every breath that you take. That was a game changer. Wait, but wasn't this also a moment? Fucking Snoop Dogg? Oh, Snoop getting out of the wheelchair? Oh, Coming yeah. Coming up out the wheelchair so murder was the case? What? I thought he got shot when he came on stage in the wheelchair. I was like, wait, what? Did Tabitha Soren not give me the fucking news about this? <laughs> Kurt Loder, where you at? And then he was walking, and I was like, man, the theatrics. Dude, he stood up. That was crazy. And he showed up to the red carpet with like his hair straightened like all like relaxed yeah, yep. and he's <laughs> yes. just like I'm just feeling way lovely this evening and I was like oh my gosh Snoop Dogg is the coolest guy ever of all time I feel like the more recent cool moment from the music awards was when <laughs> was it Borat who dropped down on Eminem and Eminem and put his butt in Eminem's face and Eminem was like no no not cool yeah <laughs> He was in on that. He was like, Yeah, my bum is on. It wasn't Tom Green. Damn. No, they're homies, right? Legend mate. Tom Green. I don't know. I just remember him not being cool with it. Like, maybe he was acting, but I thought it was funny. He was acting. (laughs) Yeah. He's a good actor. Well, he's a great actor. Yeah. Eight Mile was fantastic. You're right. I was fooled. I was fooled. He got you. I feel like if you just. Maybe you should have lasagna with Eminem or something. I don't know. I feel like this could go down. I'll have mom spaghetti over lasagna. Okay. <laughs> no, <we're talking>. 
Yeah. I'll eat a little mom's spaghetti. Yeah. So that's the trick to get like your favorite rock stars over to your house is just constantly be posting photos of what's your mom's best recipe? My mom fucking sucks at cooking shit. So <laughs> like I love her. Stop. I love her. Right. What do you mean? That's weird that you're saying that about your mom. It's a fact. It's factual. It's yeah. I don't have like there's no outstanding dish that my mom made. Some moms can't cook. My mom, she'll agree to this. She's not a good cook. She wasn't a chef. She makes her one thing that she does make is those pretzel sticks, which are just pretzels dipped in chocolate. And oh my God. Yes, thank you. Those are so good. It's a wonderful time of year when those come in the mail. Yeah, yeah but that's a dessert. You're not inviting over. I'm not going to. You can't have Anthony Kiedis over to eat pretzel sticks. Oh, you wouldn't? Yeah, I'm not. Dave Grohl's <laughs> not rolling through to, to have a night of pretzel sticks. I kind of think you could get them <laughs> over there with that. I kind of think you could. Wait, who would you guys. What? Okay, ready? Who would you guys want to have over for dinner? And what dish of your mother's would you serve to be like, this is my best foot forward? Mm. Oh, Jesus. This is my mom is not a great cook either. You can't say that. You can't say that. Uh, look at well, you. No, but I've had Adam's mom's food. I actually fundamentally disagree with him. So I can't wait for your take backs and apologies. What specifically do you like that my mother cooks? I love her sandwiches. <laughs> oh, <I> my love- <laughs> God. Come on. Well, she cooks it with love. She makes things with love. It's, it's not like she's just, you know. I think what it was about your mom's cooking, now that I think about it, is like she was just down to cook whenever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It's not that it's overly good. It's like no matter what, we would come home at like you know, in high school, come home at like midnight or, you know, one o'clock. And my mom would wake up and be like, you guys want some steaks? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And she would straight up cook us steaks, steak and eggs at like 1 a.m. And meanwhile, we're just high as fucking kites and, you know, drunk as fuck. And she like wouldn't either wouldn't acknowledge that or just act like she didn't know. Or maybe she didn't know. I have no idea. She was just like. I'm going to keep you guys here until you get in a car and drive home. Just throw a steak on. I think she was just stoked that we were, you know, we were home and uh, and and she could feed the boys. So so if, if your mom made a steak, who would you want to kick it with? Who would you want to have over at your house for your mom's steak? Uh, maybe, the, you, you know, I mean, you know me. It's the entire original cast. Not the original. Uh, the, the Tom, Mark... And uh, Travis. Of Frozen. Of Blink-182 fame. I'm trying to have a punk rock Christmas. Oh, cast. I was like, what the is cast. he talking about? Cast Tom, <laughs> Tom Ace. He's, he meant band. <laughs> My guy's Broadway. Okay. I meant band. I'm an actor. He's Broadway or bust. I'm a Broadway boy. Is Travis Barker not in that? Uh, no, I said trap. I want that lineup, if you will. Yeah. Is that not who it is anymore? Or was it before that? I don't know. It still is. It still is Travis Barker. Okay. Mm. Mark, Tom and Travis show. That's what I want over at my house. Nice. Yeah, that'd be fucking dope. Yeah, that's well, because, you know, those guys, I've gotten to know Mark pretty well. And he's just a fucking great guy. And I'm just like, you know, that those guys are silly as fuck. Very funny music videos. Taking the piss out of boy bands. Yeah, th- th- those guys are just silly. It, w- it wouldn't be too precious. Mm-hmm. You would be on edge. You'd be like, and here's- I know edge. Homie, on homie. You'd be on homie. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah, it's just- <laughs> You'd be on homie, dude. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I know I'm feeling this. Uh, I miss you. <laughs> hey, it's Adam's song. <laughs> I take apple juice and just pour it on the carpet in the hall. Okay, Blake, what's what's up? I'm doing um my mother's 
Turkey pot pie with Stevie Wonder. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, Kyle, your turn. <laughs> Kyle, your turn. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I went back in time because I, I haven't eaten at the at the house in a while. And I don't I think I think my favorite food my mom ever made was her meatloaf. Hey. Like I yeah. loved my mama's okay. meatloaf. That's yeah. straight up. So fucking good. I can see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we loaded up with ketchup and you just throw ketchup on top. So you liked ketchup. <laughs> I love that meatloaf. <laughs> like you haven't been throwing that out enough, this one, man. God damn, dude. Love that meatloaf. And I don't know because that took me back. So then I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'd ask Exhibit to come over and have some, <laughs> <laughs> some meatloaf. See, that's funny. That, that would be a fun story. X to the Z. Because you could talk about Pimp My Ride. You could talk uh, about... Oh, you yeah. would, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I just have a lot that I would love to talk about with Exhibit over my mama's meatloaf. You're not going to be talking about uh, any of his music. It's just about, like, do you think an aquarium will fit? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> right. Hey, check out this. Would, uh, would, could you put a pool table in the back seat? Yeah, do you think a hot tub would actually fit? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Well, I'll ask him, like, you know, I'll say what was going through your mind when you wrote X gonna give it to you. Like, what was the meaning? behind that was like uh he was like you know i was thinking about giving it to him i'd be like how you like the meatloaf no the record label they kept bothering me for a song i'm like fine next yeah. gonna give it to you and then i was like wait a second well, see that would be some cool insider info yeah. about my guess for Dursey, it's the beastie boys pretty close the person i was thinking of was q-tip yeah and uh, we we would uh, we would enjoy a pan of my mom's brownies. Okay, there we go. So you did the dessert when we said that you couldn't do the pretzel sticks. Well, pretzel sticks are like pretzel sticks are covered in chocolate. Fuck it. Let me reboot here. Okay, hang on. Time out. Are you you're shitting on my? No, it's cool. I'm just want to make sure we're on the same page. Here. I mean, my mom made turkey pot pie. Have you had Penny Divine's pretzel sticks? I I haven't. I don't. Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Me? You, Durs. Have you had her pretzel sticks? I don't think so. Maybe on the set of Workaholics, allegedly. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we have. Yeah, allegedly we've had those. Good. I'm sure they're great. I guess, okay, fine. Because my mom would just make brownies constantly. It was just like a thing in our house. That's so sick. That's super dope. I love that. Lucky boy. But I guess I'll have to rock with some of those old school hard shell El Paso tacos. Hey, yo. Classics. With like the meat, mm. the meat seasoning and just... Mm. Uh, Lowry's. Lowry's. Pick Q-tips brain with a Q-tip. Dang. That's a great call. Yeah, and just, just talk. That's cool. I feel like tacos are a really good chatting food as well. Tacos. That's why they're called tacos. Yeah, ta right. yeah, tacos. That's good. Yeah, because you're talking while eating. I'm wondering, what if he passed on like the shell, though, and he was like, I'll just make a plate? I think I'd be like, get the fuck out. Yeah, you're done. Really? And I think it would bother me. I think I'd be like... Hit the road. Q-tip? It's a taco. It's not, this is not a plate situation. Mm. You're breaking my heart here. Yeah, it's not a bowl. Okay. Please have a taco. Yeah, get over yourself, Q-tip. Well, what if he's like, you know, Q-tip's a little older. Maybe he's adding, you know, throw, thrown on a few extra pounds. Some LBs. What if he has a taco and then for round two, he comes back and he's like, for this one, I'm just going to bowl it up. Would you then? No, because here's Because he had the taco. But, but here's right. the thing. When you make those tacos, especially the hard shell, if mm -hmm. you've had three or four and like they're breaking and kind of falling out on the plate, then you have your like remnants that you clean up, you, you, you scarf on after, right? You have the base. So you don't have to put a taco shell in the fourth one. You're cool. So if Q-Tip made a couple tacos and then he just started like pounding them with his fist into nachos, would you be like, this fool is a legend? <laughs> if he did that shit to a beat? <laughs> 
Then okay. we're, we're good. If he was just like, uh, let me just... Uh, now that's a low-end theory. Yeah, that might be... <laughs> Uh, by the way, he did hand me my phone when I got off the airplane like last year coming from New York. Sir Q-tip? That was your chance. That's So now, So you've done your Japan meetup. Now you have to do your mom's tacos. Yeah, you already had the meetup. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I left my phone on my seat and he was like, hey man, is this yours? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Yes. Instead of, uh, like, I worship your? you. Thank you, sir. It's tough to keep it together. Yeah. Well, my uh, neighbors are Green Day, and I've become uh, buddies with them. Oh, right. And I had actually had a pretty punk rock thing happen the other day. I love that. Where yeah. I was getting stuff out of my car, and my car was parked on the street, and Billy Joe and his wife pull up in like their du the dookie mobile in their dookie mobile no it's a convertible and uh they're like oh hey what's up but i haven't seen them for a while and i'm like wait it wasn't the dookie mobile yeah okay why'd you say it was i'm sorry i'll say it that. wasn't the dookie mobile no why did you even say it was then <laughs> i did because it's, it's called yes anding dog yeah he's yes anding not quite he's, i had a completely different picture then I'm you yes said anding but then i was like hey it's not actually the dookie mobile it's a convertible but then you say convertible now i have to change i have to go backwards and change a whole fucking story sorry so okay it's a convertible it's not the dookie mobile all you need to know is he's talking to the lead singer of the cast of green day now stop <laughs> <Of> the, cast. <laughs> the original cast of green day <laughs> the original now cast. stop future american idiots <laughs> and uh people the people there was a lot of, it was like a weekend and there was a lot of people uh leaving the the beach and they were backed up behind them and they're honking them and coming around them and uh billy joe's just trying to wave them through and his wife jumped up on her seat and this is why it's important that it's a convertible this is and important. she stood up and she flips them all off and she's like fuck you we're talking here fuck you mm -hmm. and i'm like god damn i love punk rock wow i love i love that i love that you're able to just say fuck you and they're like well that's part of our thing yeah, yeah. We're, we're fucking rock and roll mm -hmm. you're like i do have the time to listen to you whine <laughs> Yeah, wow, I did. That great. I do have the time. Guys, is there any take backs, <laughs> apologies, or or the other thing that we say? <laughs> is it the yeah. time already? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in and I'll definitely apologize. Because we know what's coming. Golly. Well, I'm going to apologize for saying man stuff about the car. I'm going to do a full blown. It's been eating you alive. I don't think you had to apologize for that. Hmm. Adam's got his take back from next, next episode. <laughs> I said I was saving it, so I'm going to do it anyways. But I also would like to apologize to Durst for jumping down the throat about the brownies because I actually kind of want to taste them brownies one day. So hey, you can go to the grocery store and buy them. They're called Betty Crocker, baby. There we go. All right, nice. nice. All Good right, stuff. cool. Compliment your mom on the Betty Crocker recipe. <laughs> no doubt. Very nice. I would like to apologize uh, to my mother by saying she's a shitty cook, and I shouldn't have said she's shitty. I should say that she's just not any good. Very mm -hmm. nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. very, very good. Very nice. Good. Nice, dude. Yep. Very yeah. good. And I, I want to just compliment all your mothers for you know just having food on the table, and you know. Boom. It's not easy. I'm yep. I'm over here trying to cook stuff. I can't. sweetheart, I burn toast. I tell you, it's it's a heck of a time cooking up a meal for these kids out here. So shout out to moms trying out there. Yeah, boom, absolutely huge. Um, let's see. Take. Uh, I believe the third thing is compliments. Just want to compliment Blake on his story um, and being <laughs> so forthright about how dorky he was with the edge. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, Thank you. And let's see. I guess I apologize. 
to Kyle. I'm sure I said something. <laughs> no, I, you were actually <laughs> nice to me today. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you were good. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. It was a pretty good uh, light Kyle. Well, then I guess yeah. I found my take back. <laughs> <laughs> take, take back all apologies. To <laughs> take back that apology, you bet. Diarrhea. All good. All right. And we will definitely have more. Diarrhea. We'll have more. Woo! On next week. This is important. We'll have. We should have done that for an hour straight. Ah, uh, goddamn. Damn it! This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, listeners, this is Important Podcast here, and we've got a serious nugget for you. If you're into CBD and wellness, check out Lazarus Naturals. They're like the guardians of CBD, overseeing the entire process from their farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your front door, the CBD Calm Gummies. They're a game changer when it comes to kicking back and relaxing. Visit their website, LazarusNaturals.com today, and use promo code THISIS for an exclusive discount. That's LazarusNaturals.com, code THISIS, not available in Idaho. Iowa or South Dakota. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.